You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome to episode number 288 of the Take Him With You podcast for September 28, 2014. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And we're live from our kitchen table. Stay tuned. I want to live this life unsafe, unsure, but not afraid. What I want is to give all I got somehow Giving up, letting go of control right now Cause I'm already out here Blind but I can see I see the way you're moving God, how I believe that Wow, what a week this has been, huh? Yeah. You gotta talk louder, though. Louder? (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's pointing at you better anyway. Okay. So, So, yeah, good things? Yeah, busy, busy week. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Today is going to be a fun day. We have guests with us at our house. Yes, we do. Guests are nice. We've had an adventuresome week and day today. I don't even remember all the things that have gone on. Tell me about your week, dear. What happened this week in your world? You don't remember, do you? Oh, it's been a busy week. (laughs) You just keep saying it's been a busy week, but you don't say what it was. What did you... Mm. You don't know, do you? Oh, well, I think since we had our last podcast... When did we do our last podcast? Last week. What day? Sunday night late. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, like, I worked all week. Oh my gosh, this is going to be a good podcast. And then I went out with you to Raymond and we had lunch with my mom. Wow. You just skipped like five days, but that's okay. Yeah. So what did you do? Oh, well, why ask me? Because you you did some fun things, right? I did. I, I had a lot of late nights because I did, not only did I do websites and work with a bunch of people, but I also did... Um, a big project for downtown Aberdeen, mm-hmm. and uh, we worked on yeah, the legislators they, were coming to town yeah. for some type of legislative thing, and the downtown Aberdeen folks were going to present a presentation to them. So I'm getting a reputation lately of being uh, the guy that makes everybody look good. Mm-hmm. So they called me and said, "Could you make us look good?" And I said, "Well, I guess so." So I went down and I worked with the guy that's down there, and then I took a bunch of video footage and I edited it together the way he wanted then he came over late that night yeah he was here till 10 30 yeah. and you started that project at 10 in the morning yeah it was a long day so that was a long day and you gave them a righteous deal yeah so then what we did is it gave that him three he I inserted into his powerpoint then he played it for the legislators and they were they got to see all this cool video footage so that was Tuesday yeah. Wednesday I recorded my radio show like five days of it you don't tell anybody you know this, but I'm not live on the radio. Yeah, the other day I was driving in my car, I think just Which after. is a good thing to be driving in your car, because yeah. if you're driving out of your car... But I was listening to you, and I knew that you were not on the radio. Why? Yeah. Why did you know that? Because I just knew you weren't live. Okay. 
Yeah. Everybody else is live but me. Yeah. Because I'm on the middays and I can't go into the station every you day. You need to have work. someone else talk now, though, because my brain is really. Like, you are kind of. Well, anyway. I what were you going to say? I don't really remember, so you need to, to move on. Okay, so on Wednesday I worked on that, about. and then uh, something else we did Wednesday night. Then Thursday I had a big deal. I actually stayed home Thursday in the studio. Oh, yeah, I did voiceovers for English as a Second Language. I got to be a professor. I got to be a um, college dean. I got to be a student. And what was it? Oh, and a librarian. That was fun. You know, I think that they have um, treatment for that. Multiple personality disorder. Well, they do, and it's called cash, baby. Oh. So I got paid good to do that. I actually make more money doing a one voiceover for this guy than I do working a week at the radio station. Yeah. Go figure, huh? Yeah, but you have fun doing the radio. Oh, I do have fun doing the radio, yeah. even though, I don't know, I'm going to start talking like this all the time. Yeah, so. Yep. Yep. Then Friday, you went out and to Then Raymond. I went out to Raymond on Friday. That was fun. And you got to visit with quite a few people from the church. Yeah, I did that. By. Took the dog out there with me. Mm-hmm. Jade, where are you, Jade? She sound asleep on the tired. recliner. Just let her See, so the recliner moves. Yeah, let her be. She went out. So we're up to Saturday. You, which Did is, we get up to Saturday already? Yeah, Friday, I stayed up Friday night and worked on my sermon because I had to work a little bit more on it tonight. But Okay, and then today we today had we got exciting up. things. I got up at 6 o'clock <sighs> so that I could get my ducks in a row. And, and make, we don't even own ducks, and that's really amazing. And, and make sure I had everything together to make Swedish pancakes. Yeah, you betcha. sausage. We had homemade blueberry syrup. Mm-hmm, so we made that. And homemade raspberry jam. So I had that all ready to go so that when our friends from Eastern Washington, Daniel and Becca. Becky. 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 I don't remember. Becca? Okay, I have Becca because our niece is named Becca, so forgive me. Becky came. Becca. That's for <laughs> Becca. We call her Becca. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's your niece. Yeah, I remember that now. So I told you my brain wasn't working. Okay, so here we, we've pulled up the whole week, so, and here we and, are. And so here we are. This is Saturday evening. What did we do today? Well, let's ask our guest. We'll what introduce we you right today? now. By the way, here is Daniel. By the way, you've heard Daniel on the podcast before. But never live in our living room. He's never been live in our living room. We actually met for the first time. I'm shaking his hand right here, even though we met we, this morning. Yeah, we did already. So. And with you is your lovely mom. Yes, my mother came along too. So. Yeah, well, you guys were uh, in Seattle for some stuff, and then you figured, hey, we're the only couple hours away from the Moyers. Let's do it. And so we try to do these things because we have met so many awesome people yeah. across the whole world, and we have so many good friends, and we haven't even met most of them. So I joined the Star Trek forum, and I got to meet a lot of different people over it, and you know, I really didn't know who they were. And there was this guy named Shepard on there, and that was you. It was me. Yes, it was. It you. Was. And so we got talking back and forth on private messages and stuff like that. And um, you must have sensed that I was a believer because... Well, you, I, I think you were pretty open about it. Yeah. There, there wasn't yeah. much denying that. Yeah. So, and, and yeah. it was interesting because we had some people on the forum that were believers, but they were kind of obnoxious. <laughs> and they didn't last very long you because nobody wanted to listen to them. And they basically told them, shut up. You, know? you were just fun. Like, you were yeah. always fun. 
on the forms anyway. And it, it was more of kind of a side note a lot of times. That, right. Yeah, he's a Christian. Well, yeah, they would That's go and they really would cool. go. And at the time, so. I think I was full-time pastoring and somebody somebody went, they went and looked at what I did for a living and they were like, what? Mm-hmm. I think there were posts on like, what do we all do for a living? And I'm like, I'm a student. Right. I, I remember do that. Nothing, but... <laughs> I do nothing, right? <laughs> yeah. Work your butt yeah. off. But yeah, so yeah. I know that how I got So that was like how many years ago now? Long time ago. I know it was when I was still in high school too. Wow. So. It was, you know, it was over eight years ago so because seven, eight. seven years ago our roof blew off, mm-hmm. and it, you were on the forum way before that because there's a couple of people on the forum that donated. Like we, I think some of them went together and got us like a hickory. Yeah, they farms. got a hickory farms mm-hmm. like I think, gift I basket. I think it was right after that because I joined the yeah. forums about the time when that happened. Because I do remember that, but I didn't know. You, you yeah, you didn't know. It was right. It was right after that. So but it we been about seven. We kind of hit it off, and yeah. we've talked ever since. Yeah. And like yeah. I thought, I knew you already. Yeah. So so it was really funny <laughs> today. They they pull up in the driveway, and I can't remember what. Anyway, I came out and. And Daniel looks at me, and I look at him. We gave each other a hug, and it was like, "Gosh, this is so weird." Because all you know, we feel like we know each other, but we have actually never met. Never in, in person. And we yeah. live in the same state too, yeah. which is really weird that we wouldn't have met. Well, so it takes a traveling. I know. guess so, but here we are. So, so what? You, why don't you introduce your mom, Daniel? Yeah, and, right. and maybe she can just tell us a little bit about herself, since you're not. Connected with the sci-fi forum. No, no, <laughs> not no. anymore. I've never met Becky till today. She's just taking along. But this is my mother, Becky, and you can tell what you do, where you work. Okay, well, um, Daniel and I took a five-day road trip together. It's really fun. Was it like that movie? Yeah. Well, okay, I, we uh, haven't seen the movie. Okay, somebody I haven't asked, either. Somebody, somebody else, else asked us that. Now I want to see my the step, movie. I actually trainer. don't know the name of the movie, so but it had Barbara Streisand. Guilt, guilt trip. Okay. I think it's called yeah, Guilt Trip. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I oh, you watched it? it? Well, yeah, Catherine and I watched it. It's probably not anything where you, like that. Cause, where was I? Yeah, not with oh, Catherine so. and I. <laughs> but we, we've been having a really good time. We did stop and spend some time with my mom. Oh, cool! Got to see Grandma. We went to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and saw downtown Seattle. Saw lots of things that they're up to. That was really interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. And then we made two trips up to Bothell so Daniel could work out at Gold's Gym. Awesome. And well, my uh, my step trainer, the person who trained me in step, body step, uh, she was up there, and also a friend who was in that training. So I went up to a class from them. As you as you may recall, when we last interviewed Daniel, you do I sound official? When yeah. we last interviewed Daniel, he was a body attack trainer, uh, teacher, instructor. instructor, teacher, trainer, whatever. That kind of thing. But he teaches people to um, protect themselves and be able to defend themselves. And exercise. It's, it's mainly an exercise class. You get, you, you get the body combat, you get martial arts. That's so true. So it's, it's more about the fitness. Yeah, it's really cool what he does. But And he does a lot of other things as well. So, yeah. But anyway, okay. So, so anyway, but yeah, he had me go with him so that we could drive in the multiple occupancy lane so that we could get there faster. That, that helped. So... Anyway, <laughs> oh, that's right. I never even thought about that. You have to have two people in the car. You know, they the were getting in trouble. Really they were slow. they were blowing up people and putting them in the in not blowing yeah. like boom, he, but like yeah, whoo, yeah. yeah. People. They were putting fake people in the in the yeah. car seat next to them and getting in trouble. He decided he, he instead I would ride there, so it worked out fine. Because otherwise I would have stayed with my mom. Well, those guys had a really inflated ego. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So anyway, so um, but. 
I live in Colfax, and Daniel lives in Tri-Cities, so we're about two hours apart. Yeah. We see each other about once a month, so... We call home, like... He calls home about week. once a week, yeah. Or more. So, um, But we're just empty nesters at our house, because his younger brother just left for college. Oh, so my goodness. That's actually one reason we planned this road trip right now, so that I wouldn't be aware of the fact that I'd just become an empty nest mom. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. that actually was on purpose. Because, yeah, we were scheduling a doctor's appointment last June, and I looked at the date Jackson was starting college, and I scheduled it for the same week on purpose. I go, do you have any appointments this so week? So you could kind of, like, ease. I did it. I actually did. I didn't tell you that, Daniel. But I didn't know that. The date of that. Now. Well, also, though, I asked you uh, when works. you were busy and when you had time and, and all that. And at my job, several people were taking vacations in August, so I couldn't take time off. Uh. So there was a couple other reasons for it, too. But did you say what you did for a job? Um, I'm a veterinarian, and I work for WSU at the Office of the Campus Veterinarian. Very cool. Yeah, it's a pretty fun job. Um, we take care of all the research animals, everything from the mice all the way up to the grizzly bear. Wow. And we make sure they stay healthy, and we make sure the researchers are being taking good care of them, and so we're kind of the advocates for the research animals. Have you ever watched We Bought a Zoo? Um, no, I haven't seen that. Oh, I gosh. probably would like it. You're a veterinarian. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't watched very time. many movies in a while. You can't see me, but reason. I'm just shocked because you I, will love it. I, I've seen the previews. You will, you will love it. Yeah. It I, is so I yet cute. usually get movies from our library, and I'm usually several years behind on movies. That's okay. That's all right. We went and saw that one in a theater, and I and I hardly ever want Rick to buy movies, but I, I turned to him and I says, I want that movie for Christmas. Yeah, well, that movie was a bummer okay, because, I mean, it was a great movie, but it caused me to sob like a baby in the middle of the theater in front of everyone. <laughs> I had to, I didn't, and I didn't expect it, so I didn't have any Kleenex or anything, so I got snot and tears running down my face. Into your popcorn? And, yes, and my, and my family's all staring at me like, Dad. It was about as bad as Toy Story 3. Oh my gosh. You the end of Toy Story 3? Toy Story 3. Have you watched Toy Story 3? I think oh. I've seen that one. Because it's about the son going away to college, and the, we watched oh, that. Right we when our son. when our youngest son, yeah. I just graduated. Okay. From high school, and he hard. and Rick's over here. <laughs> it wasn't that. It wasn't because of my kid. It was because those toys. They found something. They loved them. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I could be. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at one with my feelings. All right, that's enough. <clears throat> okay. 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 So. Be macho again. That's right. Okay. So. So we discovered Daniel. By the way, awesome. Thank you, Becky. Thank you. We discovered, Daniel, that we had uh, our faith in common, not to mention our geekdom. And we have a lot of geekdom in common. It's pretty funny. Uh, we can strike up a conversation about web page building or, or um, all the way to what TV shows, sci-fi stuff we like to why you know this particular Star Trek episode was both, off track or whatever. We both yeah. are video producers. We love doing video work and web, and web designers. All that and... kind of stuff. So we kind of hit it off like that and, and we have ever since been friends. Um, but I think the thing that really was, was awesome was finding a, a fellow person of faith in that particular culture because I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a lot of God missing from the geekdom field of things. I don't know why. I don't. Maybe you have an opinion of why that is, but either that or people just don't talk about their faith. I don't know. I find I know with creative writing and stuff, it's always easier almost just to write God out of stuff. It's not. A, it's not as easy to fit him into the 
the blocks of a, a story. You're it right. It feels like a hindrance, but I think yeah. in some ways it does. There's so much story there already, yeah. well, the real story that's been created. We've talked about this on our podcast before, but um, I've read some of the newer young adult fiction books that my daughter's interested in. We'll both should we share the same Kindle account. So my mom, so we have three generations of people reading the same stories. And then we read The Hunger Games. Absolutely zero of anything about faith. And I no think, spiritual stuff. I though. think that's part of the reason why the story kind of has this no hope feeling. I mean, that's the whole point of the story with the Mockingjay, if you're familiar with it, is the Mockingjay was a symbol of hope. It was kind of like a symbol Sorry. of freedom. A freedom from oppression. And and yet there was not a mention of God through the whole thing. There was not a prayer through the whole thing. And that's mm. odd because even, you know, you watch a military thing or, you know, a military show or something. A lot of times you'll hear someone at least swear at God, <laughs> you know, but sometimes people will be praying or yelling, oh, God, help, you know. Yeah. Nothing. There's no little bit of hope. Nothing. Yeah. Something beyond yeah. themselves. Yeah, there was, and I think that's why it had kind of this overcast, dark, sad which, feeling. Which is why I think like Star Trek, and like Deep Space Nine, and like um, Star Wars, has a more universal appeal, because it does have spirituality in it. it may not be Christianity, but it does have some type of a. Uh, there's a, some there's something more than just our life, and and they all kind of explore that in those particular well, things. Star Wars kind of ripped off the whole Virgin Mother and Christ figure um, from the Bible. Well, I don't know if it's because they're midi- <laughs> midichlorine. What are they called? Midichlorians are are off base, man. That's what uh, it is. Okay, but anyway, that just happened to show up in the first three, but what weren't around in the second three. The second three that came first. Which came first? The, the first trilogy or the second? The second trilogy came first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there is no who's on first. In there. <laughs> Who? So, um, so, so, where my, are we going? Here, so here's my question. Okay. Um, everybody has an origin story. You know, how we talk about superheroes and we talk about all it's fun that they're going to explore more of the origins of, uh, there's a new show that they're going to explore more origins of stuff that we're interested in. Anyway, everybody has an origin. You had, and Goth- everybody comes Gotham to, Gotham is a story. That's right. That's I Gotham. Know. We watch that, right? And they had a bunch of. They're gonna have all these origin stories of where the, the penguin and the Joker and right, Riddler, Riddler, and all mm-hmm. that jazz. Um, but we all have an origin story as well. Tell me a little bit about your family and how you came to have faith in Christ. Because you um, were you raised that way, Becky? Were you guys? Did you go to church or how did it work? Yeah, I mean, well, very much. It, it's just always been there in my family uh, from being a kid, and even we went. She said we visited my grandma, and she's mm-hmm. as spiritual as can be really? to you both, right. both, you know. Yeah, both it goes back several generations, too, so. because grandma's father was a band leader in Germany, and he was not a Christian, He, but he became a Christian. Actually, that would have been his great, her great-grandfather, and so that's when the family all started becoming Christian. Interesting. So, so one the, one person came generation. over, kind of to the yeah. to the light, and it, it went from there. Yeah. Very interesting. So, 
Was it hard? You have two boys? Uh-huh, two sons. Okay. Was it hard for you to um, get them involved in church, or were they okay with it right off the bat? Did they go through a rebellious time? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Remember. I'm not telling you if I did. Yeah, yeah see, we're, we're from a fairly small town, and so it seems like most of their friends were Christians, and, the, and a lot of the activities, actually a lot of the peer pressure was to be involved in the Christian activities. Interesting. And so that might have been different than in some of the bigger cities, to a point. But as you got into high school, a lot of the kids that had been very involved with the Christian activities when they were younger, all of a sudden it seemed like they were being hypocrites because they no longer, they would go to church on Sunday, but that but isn't they how would, they acted during the week. Uh. And so there weren't that many that really held true to it to make it part of their whole entire life. Right. Didn't you say but that? But it was still, too, I know growing up, I, I know in my class there was about five or five or so of us who were Christian still. And I mean, some of them kind of had their agendas and they went off, did their thing, but you know, it was still kind of what we revolved around. Right. And even after mm-hmm. now, you know, a lot of them are still, you know, strong too. And even some of those though, that now that you're, you've been out of high school five years? six mm-hmm. years um some of them we were just talking about that in the car some of them have come back they had their rebellious years daniel never had any really rebellious years i had years of when i i had about a year after high school where i didn't really i wasn't really involved with church i wasn't really involved with it you know i still kind of tried to keep my faith up but it wasn't until getting involved in the church that i'm at now which is about a year a year into college that I remember that actually thing, we talked know? back and forth and yeah. and I remember you saying I think I found a place that's really cool mm-hmm. and it, it, I'm still there that's you know, awesome five, five that's years great. later so it's like I'm still well and you ha- that's a success story because we yeah. we know people that have gotten involved and got out of stuff because it just didn't work mm-hmm. out but it's a success story for you which I think is great okay so do uh, obviously, as as believers, we integrate what we what we believe kind of fuels what we do. Mm-hmm. How have both of you integrated your faith into what you do as far as your job and the, the connections you have with people? Without, because neither of you are I, occur to me as being people that bash people over the head with the Bible or or you know are controversial or anything like that. So how do you? Basically, I want to ask a question: How do you live your faith at your job? And in everyday life, how does that, how do you, what's different? I think the very simple aspect of what I do is just being, I mean, just being the best I can be. And it, it's that kind of passion, that kind of enjoyment for what I do that tends to rub off on people when I don't put somebody down or don't take the easy route of, you know, just going along just, with the crowd. Just or going along with the right? crowd. But when I sometimes have to make the hard calls for myself where it's like, it turns out better in the long run, but it's, know, it hasn't been easy that. though, has it? No. And there's been a lot of moments that have been really tough on me because I'm not, I'm not that go-getter. I'm not that business type, right. especially in a world where I'm around a lot of people like that. That are like that, yeah. And also in the in the fitness instructing, you know, you're around a lot of people who are trying to get stronger. Mm-hmm. They need somebody to look up to a lot of times, somebody who can be a role model and say, I'm going to give everything every time I'm in here. I'm giving 110% so you guys can give right. 100%. Right. Have you had people ask you about your faith? Yeah. Yeah, and it comes up, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where sometimes people, are, you know, they try to figure out a little bit more, and sometimes I've connected with people where I'll just mention something, I don't try to hide it, Right. where there, I remember one time I was in class and somebody somebody was talking about the music in class, oh, I love that kind of music, I said, oh, yeah, but I, I normally only listen to country and Christian, so somebody right. else was listening, it was like, 
they may have started a conversation based on the fact that I said Christian music. Right, like, right. Oh, what are all the, you know, so. That's cool. I've, started, I've had conversations with people on that, and it's, like I said, I don't try to hide it. Sure. So people, sure. once they dig a little deeper, and you sure. know, I got my website, I have all that, especially as I'm doing web work, and it just all leads back to the same place. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cool. That's one of the other things I love about you is that you, um, I've always been a big proponent of this, and that is uh, use the internet for something good. And you can, because you can reach, well, everybody who's on the internet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have the potential of doing I that. Think, I think the internet's such a cool oh, thing. Oh, what a tool. And I have, I have this fantastic. whole vision of the fact that, you know, one person could really touch the whole world. One person could speak something that could be... And we've seen to it. everybody. We've we seen have. it over and over and but over and over. the problem we see is so many of them are bad role models. Yeah. And it's like, that goes to everybody. We want good yeah. role models. We want people who are going to be strong and... If, you know, and I always feel like, especially with teaching, but if I can inspire one person, that would be awesome. If I could change one life, that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel that in my classes, you know. That's I get cool. to change a room of people. That's the best thing. But sometimes online, it's like I have a connection to a mass group of people. Yeah, it's cool. It's I've got to live the best I can be. Yeah, that's good. That's good. How about you, Becky? What You're in a, in a uh, like a research place and a place where you're around scientists and professional people yeah. does your faith ever come up in things well it does i was gonna say before i did this i was teaching at the high school in, in a public school and i tried to just live um in a different sort of way and there were times where i would talk to students about my faith and invited a few to go to church even and i'd see if I'd, they'd come and meet me there that type of thing so i probably I was just a substitute teacher, so I didn't have a contract, so they could have fired me. It wouldn't have been that bad. Right. But, um, but when I did start working with the researchers at WSU, I, it's again sort of a teaching and a veterinary position. Um, part, it, it's really hard to figure out how to incorporate that in, but for me, the most important thing is every morning I read my Bible, and I, it's almost like resetting your radio channel of your brain back to being in tune with hearing God's voice all through the day. Mm -hmm. And then as I go through my day, I don't know how I'm going to influence people, but I just try and everything I do or say, it might be trying to just listen to them. A lot of the people are from all different countries and all different religions, and I don't want to offend them. But I will mention, I'll ask them questions about their faith and sure. try to listen sure. to them. And so... Um, in kind of a gentle sort of way. And the other thing is with the animals, because I do really care about the animals, sometimes um, even just in trying to teach the, the researchers to be more gentle and kind to their animals and show compassion, I sometimes am able to bring out in them the fact that they really feel better about that too. And I can kind of relate to people in a way that um, kind of just shows that God's the creator of all, even the smallest mouse. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really neat. Well, how do you do that, Aim? <laughs> how do you bring your faith into your job? Well, I know it's kind of odd because a lot of times I'm working by myself, but um, I've had lots of opportunities, especially with my older clients that are mostly homebound, and they I just feel like I can bring them encouragement and smiles and just serve them and and there have been lots of times where I've had really good discussions about faith and about God and, um, you know, even prayed with, with clients at different times when they've been hurting. And 
And so, um, but, you know, I'm thinking even outside of my job, I, I try to, whenever I go to the grocery store or wherever I'm at, try to treat people with respect and dignity. And, and um, you know, I, it always bothered me when people would say they were Christians and then were mean to waitresses or oh, checkers. And I'm going like, we should always be... You know, we should be the a, biggest tippers, the nicest people, yeah, and, and the most a, understanding, a compassionate smile people ever. On our faces for them because, like our dog, they're all working <laughs> hard, and we don't need to. We need to build people up and not tear them down. I know when I was homeschooling our kids, that was one of the biggest things I said to them: be kind to one another, build each other up. So what tear happened? Each other down. I didn't always work, oh, but huh. that's what I said to them. Sometimes quoting it hourly (laughs) (laughs) yes i remember that i do remember be kind to one another tender-hearted showing mercy one to another (laughs) this is god in christ has shown mercy to you yeah i i said that one a lot but um yeah i think just you know the two greatest commandments are to love god and to love others that's amy's simplified version but i think if we can do those two things on a daily basis it is a good thing yeah, I, I agree. I think lifestyle is really the way to broadcast who God is in, in whatever we do, uh, regardless so, of what we do. Rick, how do you do that? Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, like my wife, a nice transition there. What? How do you do that in your job? Well, it's so, not too hard when you're working as a pastor to... Uh, but that's not the only job you do. No, I do a lot of different things. Well, in my business, um, I try to be as ethical as I can. That's not always easy in the world that we live in. Trust me on that one. Especially when people want to break if they, you know, well, you don't have to pay taxes if you do this. And I'm like, mm, that's not how it works. Sorry, I'll go ahead and invoice it, you know. Or or somebody may, um, maybe they want to do something under the table. I just won't do it. So they kind of know from that. But then there's also those opportunities when you, you go, get into a situation that maybe you didn't know you were going to get into. Like get around a bunch of leaders from the community that you didn't expect to be in and you hear things that you'd never expected to hear. And then you see character flaws in people that you thought weren't so bad before. And then, you, then they're expecting you to join into a conversation that perhaps isn't uplifting or, or maybe they're cussing every other word or whatever. And I don't, um, it does, it sticks out a little bit that I don't, but, um, Usually I don't have to say anything. Somebody else will go, well, you know what? He's a pastor. So you just, you know, you're not going to, you know, watch your language because this guy goes to church or whatever. And I'm always like, you can say whatever you want to say. I said, that's between you and God. And there's a silence. And then they're usually pretty nice for a while, you know, but uh, that, I don't care if somebody cusses or not. But it is interesting to see there's a difference in how you do business, you know, at least how I do business. And then. Um, I also do the, the radio job and you'll hear that I don't, uh, I don't preach on the radio like I used to because I used to be on a Christian station, but now I'm on a country station and I may not, um, I may not preach on there, but I think so that you try to have positive. I do. I try to have things. positive stuff. And I, and I also, um, there's more than just being on the air. There's the people that you work with and there's the community members that hear you and then talk to you about it. And there's opportunity galore to just um, 
just live my life the way I do. And I love it the most when people just stir up a conversation and ask a question. Well, and that's what, usually what what's happens. funny, though, is since you've been on the radio again, you... you Telling all those jokes? I know. I'm really no, funny. No, is is we'll go into the, the bread store, the grocery <laughs> store, and people will recognize your voice. Oh, you're the guy on the radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, if, if you're actually nice to them and not mean to them and... I I learned and, a long time ago. I remember one and time. And find out you're a believer. You I remember know, one time you and I got in a fight at Newberry's. Really? Yeah. We were, and, and our kid was doing being totally out of control. I lost it and I got mad about something. And I, I found out about it later. Somebody goes, hey, aren't you that DJ on the Christian radio station? And I like, don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Usually. And I learned a long time ago, don't be a hypocrite. Live your life out there and be be oh, real yeah, because people are watching. Yeah. That's all right. I remember one time we were um, we were on this big bandwagon. Not that we haven't gotten in fights, but I don't remember ever getting in a fight. We never in the fight. Store. Never. Oh, huh? <laughs> Catherine. Catherine just walks away. <laughs> She's the we, story she could tell. We fight, but we try to fight fair. Then this is why we're glad our pets can't talk <laughs> because they know everything. They see everything. And look at her. She, the dog just rolled over on her belly to be scratched. But I was going to say, there was this one time when a, a group that we worked for was doing a boycott on uh, video stores that sold uh, this... Last Temptation of Christ. The Last Temptation of Christ. It was this big controversial movie that, um, you know, it's just a movie, but, but uh, a bunch of Christians had gotten up in arms and said, no, this is bad, so you're going to have to boycott the... You know, things. So the the boss, our boss, gave us a memo and said, make sure you send a letter to every video store in your community that that rents that and tell them you're going to tell your listeners to boycott them, the whole schmear. And I'll never forget. I sent the letter like a faithful employee and everything. And um, all of a sudden, in walked to my office at the at the radio station, the owner of a video store in town, popular one, and he walked in with my letter in his hand. And I was on the phone. I said, just, just a minute. So I'm on the phone talking. He sits down in the chair in my office and waits for me to get done. I get done. He goes, hi, I'm so-and-so. And I said, I know who you are. And he goes, got your letter. And I went, oh. <laughs> I feel like, what are you, what's going to happen now? You know, I thought maybe he'd say, well, we're not going to put it out there anymore or whatever. But no. He goes, he also, he goes, I also have, and he pulls out a piece of paper. He goes, I have your rental history with my store for the last three years. He goes, I'll tell you what, you go ahead and boycott me and say stuff on the air and I'll tell everybody what you rent. And I, I, I thought to myself, what have I read it? Like I thought back, oh my gosh, what have I read it? I hadn't read anything horrible, but he knew that, you know, I mean, maybe. I think he said, I think out of this list of Oh yeah, there, 20 I, movies, okay, there's out of this like list of 20 movies, religious. I don't see anything religious at I all in there. there's like three ones. Yeah, and he goes, so would you like me to do that? And I went, I understand, sir. I'm sorry. And he got up and walked out, and uh, I learned a lesson that day, you know, and that is what you do, you know, you got to do what you need to do, but uh, we need to be real and honest. I, I wasn't the one who was protesting the movie anyway, yeah, I was my boss, but still. It's still those moments of like, God, just follow the crowd, um, think about it before yeah. you do something. Exactly. And the fact that we are all in the same boat. We all, you know, we're all sinners with, saved by grace if we if we accept that, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, our lifestyle is really important and not only just in, in the eyes of God he sees us but also people around us they're watching and they're waiting and they're, they want to see 
They want to see the real deal. They do. They don't want to see like some fake cheesy painted on Christian. They want to see someone who really cares about. Well, it's people. easy to you know it's easy to put on a, a show, and you know as a as an instructor, sometimes you got to put on your happy face and do what you need to do, but there's something about being genuine and honest and real, even with all your flaws. You know we have flaws. We do have flaws. My wife doesn't, but I do. And with all that, we, we can be real and we can be honest, but that's what people want. They want honesty and, and realism. So mm-hmm. so we've been talking today on the program, there you like the smooth transition, about um, living our faith in our everyday lives. And it's not as easy as it seems because there's things that we have to decide and do. And my daughter's coming over here. Because she loves us. I Catherine guess so. wants to be with us because we're just such wonderful parents. But thank you guys for coming over and visiting. It's been really, really fun. And uh, we didn't tell you, but we did go to the Star Wars store today, and that was a blast. That was awesome. What'd you think? It was it was <laughs> it was intense. This it, was like Star Wars everywhere. Everywhere. Did we talk about going to Lake Quinault? Too? No, we didn't. And then we went out to Lake Quinault. and we got to see the lake, and we got to see waterfalls, and we got to see the largest spruce tree in the world. Climbed up a little way. You did <laughs> only a little ways because it was huge. Well, there weren't enough branches beyond that point. Yeah, so. that's true. And then what else? We did also. Um, went to the water. We went to the lodge. Went to the largest cedar tree in the world. Mm-hmm. I thought it was spruce. Spruce tree, spruce. Yeah. largest spruce tree. <laughs> Sorry, and I got to hang out with Jade at the lake. Oh, and lodge. thank you for being kind to my dog. We took our dog with us today too, and oh my gosh, you guys are such awesome pet people. Because my dog fell in love with you and yes. fell asleep Jay, on your lap, and Jay gave she shared kisses. Becky, and, lots of kisses. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell you're a really good animal. You're like Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which she I love. She was it. telling me secrets in my ear. I know. I always wonder what she says. Sniff, 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 sniff. She was saying, "Yes, they really do fight." <laughs> <laughs> I think they could tell that. Huh? Uh, okay, so one last question before we go. Um, I always ask this of people that we actually sit down and interview that we've never met before and then we meet. Tell me what is different than what you've seen on the podcast. I mean, did you? are we the same as what you hear on the podcast or are we different? Or what is, what is it like to meet the people? Well, it's the same, the audio, but the visuals is very different. <laughs> oh, it's great. Like, <laughs> it's just weird. Like, it's weird. Like, I'm listening to the podcast. Right now. And now it's going to be completely they're different. Right there, they're right there in front of me. Like, whoa. And you can talk back. I know. Well, I could do that once before. That's right. When we interview. did the interview. And that That's was right. Weird. So this isn't quite there. But but I'll you know now, you when you listen to the I'm podcast, it's going to be a lot better. Because yeah. now you'll be able to have the whole thing I, right there. I remember, I think, a young lady that may have been on the Treks and Sci-Fi Forum, I think that's how we got to know her. We met her one time and her little boy in downtown oh. Seattle, and and she was going to have to like take this bus an hour and a half home. We said, nah, I will take and you so home. And we'll just take you home. And so we're going up the hills, and I'm like, you know the hills in Seattle, how they're like steep, and you feel like you're going to stall out and go crazy, and, and I'm like, I'm clutching onto things, and whoa, Rick, Rick, go, you know, and she goes, you're just like on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. And it was so funny. Now, the weird part is, you, on the other hand, are exactly what I pictured. Me. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. 
Well, but we've talked. Yeah, and, of course, we've seen your little body combat. Stuff. I mean, I we don't know as much about you as you know too. about us because we've talked for hours yeah, and hours yeah. and hours on the, you know, on the on the podcast. But you and I have talked a lot. We have, yeah. Sure. So I w- I'm not disappointed. <laughs> I'm actually very happy to to meet you, and I'm I'm glad we have, and we're gonna have to do it again. But well. Becky hasn't listened to our podcast. No, I really have. Now she's gonna have to go back and listen yeah, to some I've of them. I'm gonna her. start listening. It's oh not gosh, that I haven't been trying to <laughs> We're in trouble now. I've one a couple years ago. Yeah. Because remember when you first left for college, and I yeah. would be like, Daniel, are you making friends? And he goes, Oh, I have lots of friends. And you're like, and really? soon like I Eric and Amy. They were, yeah, they're mostly people he knew online. Yeah. Like, and that, that's second, not that doesn't the count. Second year, he started making friends. well yeah, real friends. Have a lot of real friends. These but are yeah, but these, these are, are real your friends. fake friends. Now you understand though. They are real friends. They are real she friends. She was one of the people before this. Real people. Skeptical. Me, but she was one of the people who said, you can't have internet friends. Right. Well, she thought, that's I weird. I think you could exactly It words, used to I be weird. That's weird. It did like, used yeah. to be weird. But I understand now. But now, now yeah, you know, yeah. that she's been around. Yeah. Like she's the the only risk guys. that we run on the internet, and we've seen this, is when you get to know somebody and they're totally faking you out. Yeah. And that can happen. Catfishing. Well, what I like. Yes. Is it catfishing? Is that yeah, what they call it? Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what I love about the podcast is you guys are on there every week. It'd be so hard to fake it every week. Like, get in my role. Get in my Hey, character. sometimes we have rough podcasts, too. Well, yeah, you know, so that's Jeez. what makes it more and real. Sometimes yeah. we've, when we've had the energy, we've done video podcasts, so you actually see. No, okay, I'll are. tell you. I want everybody to know that you would see us and know our mannerisms and everything if Amy would let me record the podcast on video. But what do you do? My hair's not done. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. (laughs) And so what happens? We don't do it. But I'll tell you, a video would be really cool. I'm framing it up right now. (laughs) I'm I'm on it. I can see it right here. You guys can have a talk show. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we can do the Rick and the Take Him With You talk show. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, yeah. I'm more comfortable with just the mic. And it's amazing because I was really... Yeah, I didn't think I would, but I think it's easy when you're just She's way more of a ham than everybody realizes. I think it's easier when you're doing just the audio show, though, just to pretend like I'm just talking to one or two people. You can be anything you want to be on audio. And, in and video, you I still could get, be talking to people. That's right. I, but it's just with a camera. Butterfly just, in the sky. I have to imagine I'm just talking to I one can or go two twice people as high. or I get nervous. I, I'm not a talk in front of people person that much. I mean, I have, but it's not necessarily my comfort zone. Well, the cool thing that I know, because in my work doing video and doing interviews, there's a lot of points where... I'm like, look at me. Don't look at the camera. Just right. forget the cameras there. You're talking to me. Right. And, and those are the best. So much yeah. because yeah. it's like they forget the cameras there and they yeah. start talking about so. it. The only bad part about so. forgetting the cameras there is when you pick your nose <laughs> or, you Especially know, scratch places things. you should be scratching. I edit, I edit, I edit those. Spots. Okay. All right. Edit, yeah. those. edit those out. That can happen. When you, if, you're, if you really are talking to another person, like you. Because if you're having an interview, you would yeah. do that interview. Yeah. By the way, this is Catherine. Oh, hi. Oh, they all know who she, she is. She randomly, I was at last week's podcast, she just Popped ran in. into the room and, Mom, Dad! And we're like, we're recording our podcast. Pretty much probably sounded like a, a little kid who's we, like, I really it. excited about something. I took it Did out. Did you take it out? 
Well, yeah, because she oh. didn't have anything to do with anything. Because she was excited about something. What were you excited about? It was about, about the... The magic of editing, um, everybody. It was the um, bear commercial about safe drinking. <laughs> yeah. and, and it had a dog on it. I did not erase that. The dog was so cute. You didn't erase I it? kept that in, yeah. Oh. It was so cute. It was about this dog. Oh, no, here we go. It was a golden lab in, in the owner was like a college student or something or a young adult male and he went off with his friends and he and the dog sat home. there in the window and waited and waited to see jade doing this that night and, and we all thought all oh my gosh what if he drove drunk and died that dog's gonna be so disappointed but right it, it was because but then the door opens said sorry guy i had to stay at my friend's house i drank house a little too much I so i stayed at my friend's <laughs> house last night had to be safe and the dog's, the dog's a little happy. And then, of course, and then you're cry. choking up. Going, oh, 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 oh. Glad that he drank safely. It, it made me cry a little bit. That's what they wanted you to do. You know, it was think, Bud Light. I think you did talk about that one last week. Yeah. Because I remember yeah. hearing about it almost the exact same word. Right. Yep. Catherine was all excited about this drinking safely commercial. And I refused to okay. sob like a, a baby I again. I cried. I had to share. I'm not going to sob like a baby on the podcast. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Yeah, my, we'll see. My friends don't even like. What? Let's watch. We bought a zoo died. together. And they're just like, yeah. <laughs> this is like deteriorating. Can you yeah. can you hear this? It's happening right in front should of us. It's been a long day. Up? We should wrap it up. You're a good rapper. Ready? So today we have a good oh, talk. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I think like... somebody would actually take me up on that. <laughs> Catherine's a little bit of you, so she's half of you, so she started rapping. Oh my gosh, she would never claim that. Mm-hmm. You would oh, never claim that. Catherine's more like. L- why don't we pray like for everybody, me. and then oh, we'll, yeah. and then you can do your little spiel. Okay, you pray. We all need <coughs> prayer. All right. Maybe okay. Thank you, Lord, for this awesome time that we've been able to share with our friends, and uh, not just the podcast, but the day today has been so great. It's so cool to meet people that know you and love you. And Lord, we just pray for every single person that is listening to this podcast, that if if they have faith in you, that they would be people that would live that faith out in their everyday lives, not bashing people over the head with words and being mean or anything like that, but with a lifestyle of compassion and love and caring. And we just thank you, God, for uh, changing our lives for the better. It's awesome. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay. You're on. Yes. Oh, wait, wait. If you'd like to get a hold of us, we'd love to hear from you. Daniel got a hold of us last week. That was cool. And he got a hold of us probably by emailing Rick at TakeItWithYou.com. That's correct. Or Amy at TakeItWithYou.com. Or he was on Facebook. Or he might have got a hold of us on Facebook, which is is Facebook.com forward slash Rick.Moyer. Or or Facebook.com forward slash Amy.Moyer. And this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2014. Thank you, dear. And if you feel like you would like to donate to the podcast, you may do so by going to the Take Him With You podcast. Wait, TakeHimWithYou.com podcast page. TakeHimWithYou.com. And there's a donate button. Even two or three dollars would be great. Sure. Just to help pay the domain. To pay the rent. Those things. Not to our house. We have a mortgage. The domain rent. Yes, the domain rental thing. I'm sounding like Captain Captain Kirk. Kirk. (laughs) Okay, goodbye, everyone, until next week. Go boldly. Thanks, guys, for being on the program. All right.
You will save me. 